1: Hello and welcome to another episode of Went to Mo Kings Meadow. I'm your host, Dean, and this week I continue my quest to gain knowledge about all things Chelsea FC women by learning all about the Chelsea Women Supporters Group. As ever, I'm joined by my co-host, Jane. Jane, how are you?
2: I'm good, thank you, Dean. How are you?
1: All good, all good. Missing the men's Champions League game today, but this is much more important, I think.
2: It definitely is more important. I agree.
1: So now before we introduce our first ever guest to the show, I'd just like to say a big thank you to everybody who shared, liked, retweeted and sent messages of support after our first episode. Uh, It really means a lot to Jane and myself and we hope you continue to enjoy our episodes as we publish them. Uh, There was a couple of complaints and critiques about the quality of my audio and I've worked out that I hadn't changed it on the settings from the laptop to the USB microphone, which I'm using. Um, All seems okay. If it's not, you know, tough luck, really. Just have to deal with it. Now, there's no game to cover this week as our Continental Cup game against the London City Lionesses was postponed due to multiple positive COVID tests from the opposition. Uh, We hope all those affected are recovering well and are safe and we look forward to that fixture when it gets played again, hopefully. Uh, so now that, all that leads me to do is introduce our first guest to the show and I'm absolutely delighted to say it's Kerry Evans. Kerry, how does it feel to be the first ever guest on Went to Moking's Meadow?
2: I feel very honoured, thank you for asking me. Eh?
1: It was you know, the obvious choice to speak about the Chelsea Women Supporters Group, you know, someone that knows all about it, so you know, look forward to, to learning more tonight.
2: No pressure.
1: Yeah, no pressure. So so last week myself and Jane introduced ourselves to everybody so I thought we'd um let you do the same you know tell the listener how you got into supporting the team and you know your journey to the supporters group now
2: Yeah I started supporting the team in 2015 I went to the my first game with my dad didn't know anyone and then 5 years later I'm part of the supporters group and it's, it's been the best journey ever
1: So what would you sort of call yourself a uh, co-chairman woman big boss um we
2: mark said we we steady the ship we don't like to be known as like the head people for the sports group is it's not about individuals
1: well that's nice to know everybody can sort of join in and um, be involved in in some capacity um so what have been your sort of highlights following the team your memorable moments and matches
2: i've got two games that than like in my memory and that was probably the 2016 women's fa cup semi-final against man city it was at wishley park and we were one nil down it looked like we were heading out and then we got a late free kick g scores i think it was like that 86 plus minute. so then it went into extra time again it looked like it was going to penalties and then super fan stepped up i think it was the 119th minute winner and just i just met the eruptions at staying like players were running from the sub bench emma went mental just a crazy game
1: we will have a last minute winner Were you there jane
2: no i wasn't i wasn't at that game but i've seen the highlights multiple times
1: and is it, it would life. have been an
2: amazing game to have been to
1: is that your regret game that you wasn't at that you wish you was
2: Yeah, I am gutted that I wasn't there, because obviously beating City is just amazing. So it would have been a fantastic game.
1: Armchair fan, really. (laughs) Huh? I called you an armchair fan.
2: Not good enough. You're a lot worse than me.
1: Yeah, but I'm only claiming I'm starting now, so that's my... I can't go to any games at the moment. We'll have to wait and see.
2: (laughs) No one can.
1: Exactly, so you yes. can't call me arm fan, yeah. <laughs> Kerry, you, would you put a bit on the pre-season tour of France that Jane spoke about last week? Yeah, I was. Uh, and how was that experience for you, for yourself?
2: Um, it was different. I think It was the first actually first time i have been away to pre-season because normally the women's games, like friendly games, are normally behind closed doors. So it was nice to, to go and sit See how the team did, or
1: not. I suppose it's not about the the results at that stage, but sort of being that close to the players and and the staff. Sort of how was that?
2: Yeah, as as Jane said last week, we all went to go and watch them um, train. So and we had a little chat with them afterwards. So Yeah, as you said, it wasn't about the results because I think it was just after the Women's World Cup, so the players were just coming back from from their rests.
1: And have you got any sort of stories of any drunken activities that you'd like to share with with the group or were you all um, well behaved
2: no we were all well behaved we're not um PSG fans didn't behave but we certainly did <laughs>
1: <laughs> well it's good to hear I suppose um uh, moving on to the Chelsea Human Supporters Group sort of if you can explain to to myself and everybody listening sort of how that came about and sort of what sort of what you do at the games and for the team
2: Yeah, so actually, it was Mark who started the group back in 2014. He he ended up going to a game and he didn't know anything about the team, so he set up a Facebook group just to see if anyone else was interested in the game, and especially interested women. And it just really just grown from there. And we just we with a lot of work, um, a community has come together and especially a safe community, so everyone can support the team safely.
1: So do you work along sort of from the men's team? I know the Chelsea Supporters Trust. Is that something that you work alongside at all? Or? Uh,
2: currently not. It's just ourselves. And we're there there is a, a team that help us from the, called the Football Association supporters. And they've been helping us. But hopefully one day we'll get involved more with the men's bigger trusts.
1: Yeah, I know there's sort of a big drive from the club to sort of be inclusive as we're all one club. So sort of that's something that um, I hadn't really noticed from the trust myself. So that's why I sort of asked that question, if you've been involved in any sort of capacity with them.
2: Yeah, not at the moment.
1: What would you say makes the Chelsea Women Sports Group special? Because I know there's online a big community. I've seen am inside the Facebook group, you know, see how close everybody is sort of what how makes what's of that tight-knit bond that you have sort of with everyone is that sort of what makes it what it is
2: yeah it's as you said we don't a lot of us like know each other really well and we just we we miss supporting the team but we also miss like just talking to each other at games and yeah it's it's a family feel the supporters group
1: what about the relationship with the club and sort of the managers and the players how's that with the with everybody
2: um, with the club, I think it's a work in progress. We had a meeting with them; I think it was back in August, just to iron up some of the issues we had with communication. And Mark and I came out of that really positively. And then the whole streaming of the um, well, no streaming of the Arsenal game sort of set us back a little bit because now hard to get any communication out of them. But hopefully it's, it will improve. And then with the players and Emma's, I think we all have a great relationship with them. We have mutual respect. And yeah.
1: So, so on a match day, am I right in thinking that you're the provider of Emma's Chocolate Fix?
2: Well, there, there'll right be or someone from the group. Yeah, no, it, not me, but someone from the group. It's normally, I think it's normally, I don't know, Martin, would you say, Jane? I was going to say, I think it's normally Martin and Alison that provide Emma with her chocolate.
1: And it's very important Which started
2: as a joke.
1: Is it only Emma (laughs) that gets the chocolate or does everybody get some?
2: Everyone. If we score a goal, that chocolate is getting spread about. (laughs)
1: That's what I love to hear. I'm there.
2: Yeah, Um, it just started as a joke and it's just carried on. It's been like two years.
1: A lot of chocolate. Um we can't name brands a not sponsored. Of, a
2: lot of chocolate eaten.
1: If any chocolate brands want to sponsor the show, um we can make sure that gets to the ground as well. So anyone from any of the brands, you know, come hit me up. So, so Jane, you spoke about getting your season tickets last week. How did that develop from going to games to becoming part of the Chelsea Women's Supporters Group? Um so
2: I think I joined the supporters group on Facebook before I'd bought my season ticket. I think I'd seen a post on Instagram and then joined the group on Facebook. So that's how I sort of joined and got to know the group. And then obviously getting a season ticket, you're going to more and more games. So you get this closer bond with everyone that goes.
1: So I'm I'm a part of that um, Facebook group, you know, it's really you know fun one to be in. You do need to answer some questions to you know brush up on your knowledge if you want to join that. Obviously, I got all three right with no help from anybody. <laughs> don't laugh, Jane. But if you want to join, the amount
2: of people that get the questions wrong is so funny, or pick the wrong players.
1: <laughs> so you don't let anyone. Yes, they're not
2: in. the three questions are not difficult, but some of the answers we do get. i are used use it. Like, like people will put for the. The, the scorers at Wembley would be the community shield ones, not the FA Cup Yeah. And people have put, I've put, they've put players that have like just joined. <laughs> I was like, but the game was like a couple of years
1: ago. You should release the worst answers, like just screenshot them, put them out. That'd be funny.
2: <laughs> We've had some terrible ones.
1: So, sort of tell everyone how <laughs> they can get involved, um, where to find their information, everything like that.
2: So on Facebook we're just Chelsea Women Supporters Group and then you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Chelsea Women SJ.
1: And we'll pop all that in the description to this episode so if you look on wherever you look you'll find it. Um, We move on to something that happened today, the Champions League draw. I was shocked that it was so quick, so well organised. The men's one (laughs) takes so long, it's so boring. You have speeches after speeches videos they draw a team they take a break for half an hour come back draw their opponent this was bish bash bosh this is who you're playing done no messing around that guy was out of there he had a lunch appointment i think uh jane run through the draw for me who did we get
2: Um, i'm going to apologize now with the pronunciation of team because i cannot pronounce things very well um so chelsea drew against ben fissier I think that sounds right.
1: We'll call them Benfica. Benfica.
2: Okay, Benfica. Sorry about that. Um, so they play, they play in Lisbon. So we've got an away game first on either the ninth or the 10th of December and then our home leg is going to be on the 15th or 16th of December. The other English team that is in it is Man City and they got drawn against Gotteborg? Gotteborg? something like that the, <laughs> Swedish,
1: the Swedish team yeah there you go next time we have a draw we'll get Kerry back on she can pronounce the team names <laughs> i just ask her straight
2: it was, it was worse when we did our um, we did Zoom quiz in lockdown and I, um, I come up with all these questions and then I was trying to pronounce the answers and not one thing I could pronounce right it's just foreign languages is not my thing
1: <laughs> How do we feel about the draw? Benfica, good, good draw.
2: I think with the I've four not heard much we, about them. The four that we draw against, I mean, that's probably the hardest one we could have picked. They, like, I think, last season they scored like, over two hundred and sixty odd goals. Like yeah, they, they scored score goal. two hundred and ninety three goals in sixteen games.
1: Yeah, I went on. Do you know the famous research website wikipedia um i had a look at their team a lot of brazilians a lot of flair there um some of them didn't have wikipedia pages so i'm taking that as a sign that they're not going to be that great that's what i'm basing my assumption on they did have one player that played for man city twice um matilda fidalgo she played two games and it's going to be their third anniversary of their conception on the 12th of December. So they've only been going for three years. Um, and they're in the Champions League already. But um, looking more into the competition, because I think we're going to beat Benfica because not all their players have Wikipedia pages. We've established <laughs> that.
0: Cheech JK. In all the years you've been following Chelsea, you hardly ever miss a match, home or away. But how would you feel if you couldn't be there, and it's not on TV. Oh, chitch, I'd be bereft. Inconsolable. The thought of missing my beloved blue boy's life. <laughs> it's all too much. <laughs> I know, JK, I know. It's all a bit too much, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> well, panic not. NordVPN have come to the rescue. They have? Yep, NordVPN allows us to watch any match, even if it's not on live TV here. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in, order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, eighteen plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's dot com.
1: What teams do we want to avoid? What are the big teams in, in the women's Champions League? Leon Just Leon.
2: Wolfsburg I think they yeah. and PSG I think they're the three
1: Yes, yeah, so it's sort of from the from the men's game you sort of look at the big sides Real Madrid, Barcelona and you've
2: obviously got Man City as well but I'm hoping all them teams are going to be knocked out
1: so after this round when we beat Benfica is it anyone versus anyone or is it still seeded and unseeded
2: I think it's still seeded and un unseeded.
1: So we've got I a couple of rounds. Avoids. I don't know I mean how it works. Well, that's not very good. <laughs> supposed to research this, Jane. Come on, I'm learning here. You're I the. Know, team but I just
2: it, Well, this year was like it's like because they put it into four that. groups because of COVID restrictions, so we could end up anywhere.
1: Well, let's hope we get a nice <laughs> um, route to the final, and then we can all be there. Is is the one trophy missing for Chelsea and Emma Hayes? How important is it for her, do you think, this season, this competition?
2: It is very, very important for us to win this trophy. Emma wants to win it. We need it. She's Obviously, determined to win this trophy.
1: So we've had something similar with the men's team where they Roman Bramwich bought the team and you know everything was put towards winning the Champions League and it took them. You know, almost ten years to do it. Doing it in Munich—is it a similar sort of burning ambition for the for the women's team as it was for the men's?
2: Yeah, I think for Emma, she just this is the one. This is the trophy she wants. She's been signing like Sam Kerrs and the Peniels for this trophy.
1: Have any of the players won it at other clubs or not?
2: Obviously, Peniel was in the final last season. We're playing with Wolfsburg, but unfortunately they lost to Lyon. But I don't know any other. No, I don't think any player has one.
1: So all round sort of a sort of ambition to go for. Is that is that trophy? You spoke about um, sort of Lyon, PSG, Wolfsburg as the three top teams. How far are we away from them in terms of our level?
2: We are up there we like, like, I think with PSG and Wolfsburg, we're like on level, and then Lyon, we're slowly catching up to them. But how close we were to Lyon when we faced them in the semi-finals a couple of years ago, we should have won. That it was unlucky that we didn't get to the final with that game.
1: So what happened in that game? Because it's not something I know of. So for the listeners that don't follow the team, so I'll recap. Jerry
2: can explain perry can tell everyone her experience of the away leg what leon yeah because you were you was at the away leg yes what was it like oh yes oh yeah fran missed the penalty i mean i think leon scores fran missed the penalty and then i think they scored again and then erin scores didn't Beth? Beth came on as a sub, and then she was the assist to Erin's goal. I think it was really weird. I can't. Yeah, I was. In, we were shoved in the middle of Lyon fans. It was just the weirdest experience ever. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't bad. It wasn't as bad as PSG though. Oh yeah, nothing could be PSG.
1: <laughs> so obviously the men's no, had in had a sort of semi-final heartbreak as well. So sort of another link between. The two teams. It took a few years for them to get over that hurdle and to so obviously get to the final and then probably win it. So, the experiences that the team can draw from.
2: I think after we lost the semi the home leg of the semi-final, they like as soon as the game ended. Obviously, they were de- devastated that they didn't win, but they've been determined ever since. Like all last season, we were determined to come first to get the space to be able to get a space in the Champions League this season.
1: Well, I'll keep our fingers crossed for the team. Hopefully they can um, get that elusive trophy for Emma and and the club. More news this week. Supporters back in stadiums, hopefully. Up to 4,000 or 50% if your capacity is below that. How excited is everybody to potentially be back at King's Meadow?
2: I could cry. (laughs) <laughs> that day we go too, back is, is going to be emotional <laughs> but I don't want to get too excited until we know till more we know. emotion
1: until you're at the turnstile
2: yeah <laughs> when we're there then we know it's actually happening but Tick until it. then it's still a bit like is it going to happen
1: ticket in one hand, ten bars of chocolate in the other a lot of catching up <laughs> to do
2: Definitely. Well, Emma Emma wants those chocolate bars. She does.
1: Talking of Emma, good segue. Nominated for Manager of the Month after two wins against Tottenham and Everton and the one all draw against Arsenal. Has everyone voted for her? Of course. I did today. You still yeah, can. multiple times. And also Penil Harder. She um, Player of the Month as well. She's got the goal against Everton and her deflected cross was with the equaliser against Arsenal as well. Um, if you haven't voted for them, you still can. If you go to at Barclays F-A-W-S-L, there's links there. You just click it. Click your player. Vote. Really easy. I did it. Jane's done it. Kerry's done it. If you haven't, what are you doing with your life? Simple as that. Now, Jane, you've got some questions from Instagram, I believe.
2: Yeah, we had a few. So, Karen McBurnley asked about the heart determination and work ethic of the team.
1: So this I this the determination see. of the team. Sorry to butt, butt in, but so I see with the Arsenal game. It's all right. You know, that determination not to let that last that late goal from Arsenal kill them off, they come back straight away. But for you two that have followed the team a lot longer, sort of delve into that sort of area of the team.
2: Like, I was literally going to say the Arsenal game, Dean. You must have read my mind. (laughs) But after we lose games, like, not that's very rare. The determination of the team to come back bigger and better is always is always there.
1: And Kerry, is that driven from Emma?
2: You would have yeah, you would have, I think all the players fight for each other and they fight for the badge. So if you do lose at least you can say, well they they tried. Um Danny asked about the Chelsea impact in the Lionesses team. So the Lionesses they did home being played they were flying to Germany but obviously that has been cancelled because of corona but we didn't have as many players called up to the squad this time we only had Carly, Beth and uh, Neve. Millie and Fran were obviously injured so they weren't called up so it's not we've not got the biggest impact this time round which in some ways is better for us because we need our players back fit for league games obviously we've got Champions League coming up so it's going to be a tough few weeks
1: So so Kerry with the men's team it's club over country every day you know you would take the Champions League over the World Cup 100 times out of 100 is it the same for the women's team do you you care about the Lionesses I know Phil Neville's in charge it's hard (laughs) is it more club or more country
2: I'm more I'm more club but I do like country because I did go out to the World Cup. So I do want the Liners to do well, but also but I'd rather Chelsea do better. Club then. Yeah. <laughs> um Danny also asked about match day routines. So I don't know I
1: if he f- meant if I go
2: first our matchday routines.
1: I'm guessing. On, Dean,
2: blow be- us away.
1: So, so King's Meadow for me is don't go. Um, how about you two?
2: My, like When we was going every week, like my Sundays would not change. I'd get up at a certain time, make sure I'm li- left at a certain time. And like I need to be there at this time. It's like deja vu every Sunday, really. It's
1: the only thing you get ready for on time.
2: I know, if we've not left, by a certain time away games aren't even worse i'm like mum we've got to leave we've got to be here yeah
1: (laughs) Kerry, how about you
2: yeah mine's the same with jane if we were putting up banners i think if it was a two o'clock kickoff games the doors would open at half 12 so we would have to be at the ground by 10 put all the banners up, make sure everyone's up. And then I'm yeah, I am yeah my whole Sunday is at home or away, King's Meadow.
1: So, so the banners, uh, I've seen a lot of them online, sort of each player sort of seems to have one. Is that sort of crowd crowdfunded or is the club involved in that at all?
2: No, it's crowdfunded. So people who buy like the merchandise, like the the scarves or the the um the hats or badges, it all goes into the crowdfund like our page that we got and yeah it all goes everything that like all the money we make it all goes back into the supporting the team
1: so i brought a bubble hat it's not arrived yet i'm waiting for it patiently every day at the door <laughs> just waiting for the postman as soon as it comes it'll be online i'll put it on <laughs> selfies for days jane any more from instagram you just
2: gotta to go to you will go to uh match to wear it
1: well, hopefully we can still go when it's cold, otherwise it's will going to be boiling hot in a bubble hat. <laughs> Just won't look right.
2: No, there is no questions.
1: Okay, so... No we, more
2: questions, that was the only...
1: We did get an email this week, our very first email, and it is from Claire Hughes, and she says, Dean and Jane, congrats on the first episode. I found you guys through the main show when Dean announced on your debut on the Q&A episode, but I've never written them an email. So if I may be so pompous, I'd say that makes you pretty special and feel pretty special to get our a, a first email, doesn't it?
2: We've done well. We're achieving things in life.
1: And now I've lost more was reading. <laughs> so for some reason, I'm rereading this email as though JK were narrating it. So if you actually read them on the pod, you've already got big shoes to fill, Dean or Jane or whomever is reading it. So obviously I'm not JK because I've already lost my place. He would have loved the use of whomever, so, so well done. Anyway, I've no doubt that you guys continue recording your comfort with each other and rapport will grow and develop, but it was pretty good for a first go at it. My only complaint is the quality of Dean's mic, as it was a little hard to hear him at times. And he wasn't the only one, Claire, but we fixed it. And I don't think we mentioned this last week, Jane, but we're actually cousins, so there is already a rapport. Yeah,
2: for anyone that doesn't know.
1: Yeah, I'm from the good side, James from the bad side. Um, As an American, I've been following Chelsea women. We're
2: both from the good side.
1: True. As an American, (laughs) I've been following Chelsea women ever since the season Crystal Dunn was on the squad. When all the American superstars signed with WSL teams over the summer, I was a little sad none of them came to us. Regardless, our ladies are a joy to watch and I'm happy to have a podcast to help me enrich my knowledge of the team and analysis of their game. Looking forward to many more future episodes. All the best. Claire Hughes. Thank you, Claire, being our very first listener to send an email. If you want to be like Claire, because Claire's a legend, um, you've got something to say about the show, about the team, just send them in. Went to com, and we will read them. Not as good as JK reads them on the main fancast show, but we give it a go. That is all we've got time for this week. Jane, it's been a pleasure. I'll see you next week. Same time, same place.
2: Yep, thank you. Same time, same place, same day.
1: Kerry, uh, a pleasure to virtually meet you. Um, A huge thank you for giving us your time to come and explain all about the Chelsea Women Sports Group and sort of the amazing work they do. We'll put all the information in the description box. We'll put it out on Twitter. If you find us, you'll find them. Um, we'll be back next week. We'll discuss our start to the season so far and look ahead to the next fixture, which is against West Ham United on the 6th of December. Again, if you've got anything and you want to say... also... Oh, sorry. Go ahead.
2: It is being shown on BBC Red Button.
1: It is. What time? At half 12. Perfect. Hit the red half button. 12 watch the game last sure. last
2: week we wasn't too sure if it was going to be live this week we've had confirmation
1: great news what more could you ask for should just be on BBC One shouldn't red button it you know that's another story we'll discuss that next week <laughs> uh, like I already said if you've got anything you want to say about the show or want to get something off your chest about the team drop us an email went to gmail.com uh, we'd love to hear for you and all emails how long how short even if they discuss the bad quality of my microphone I will read them I'll get Jane to read them if they've got tricky words in that I can't pronounce I'll give them ones to her <laughs> uh, you can also follow us on nah. Twitter at Moes Kings Meadow me at Mears, Jane at X, and Kerry at Kerry Evans we're on Instagram as well meant to Moe Kings Meadow until next time Chelsea fans from Kings Meadow to Wembley keep that blue flag flying high
0: It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.